I am recording. I am recording now. I'm recording. I am now recording. I too am recording. <laughs> I'm eating Trader Joe's pretzels. <gasps> oh my gosh, just like the podcast that one time. Whoa. Whoa. And welcome to Shifting Gears for a little change from previous Shifting Gears. I am now your designated questions lady, me, Grace, the human being. We have a lot of audience submitted questions for today, but to start out, we're actually going to roll some dice um, before we ask our first question. So that includes me. What dice are we rolling? So we're rolling oh. a D20. Okay, thank goodness. Okay. Rolling Plastic D&D dice. D2. So... <laughs> For our listeners at home, I run a little bonus kind of talkback-esque series on our Patreon, very similar to Shifting Gears, but a lot more silly. We call it Gear Breakers, and usually for Gear Breakers, we roll a dice to designate who's picking a question, but instead, today, our dice are going to determine what order that we are answering in. Not for every question, I think after, like, a couple questions i'm gonna change up the order but for right now um <laughs> the order is going to be and if somebody could write this down that would be amazing so i don't have to multitask too much i got you uh it is going to be the dearest mergmalade or <laughs> also known as meg Yippee. um benjamin myself <laughs> then anna then jay I'm, I'm good at rolling dice but the dice give me low numbers but I'm really good Fucking at it. Same. <laughs> I oh, rolled a natural roll. one. Maybe you were doing really great. Maybe Anna should just like roll the dice in like really cursed ways and see if that gets her high. <laughs> to be fair, do you like, do like the dice... salt bay it? I. <laughs> to all be right. fair, all of my dice are currently packed because I thought I was moving this week, so they're packed in a box. <laughs> and now I haven't decided if I'm unpacking or not because I might be moving in a month. So that's so much work. But anyways, <laughs> okay. So our first question is a, um, so all of our questions today have been submitted by our lovely uh, audience in our Discord, except Woo! for questions Woo! that Discord. we have for each other. Um, but our first question today has been submitted by Alec in our Discord, and it's just, how are you? By the way, if you want to submit your own questions, join our Discord. Yar. Yeah. We also take questions through Twitter and TikTok and and, and comments Literally on anywhere. social media. Email, so. email us. <laughs> Send just, us a fact. Actually, <laughs> don't email us because we would not see it. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. We should start checking that email a lot more. Um. All right. So, Meg, how are you? I'm good. I... I'm starting the actual work and exciting part of my senior capstone, and I'm so excited. I'm doing a Winnie Yay. the Pooh audiobook, and it's going to be the cutest thing on the whole entire planet. I'm so good. That's adorable. Mr. Benjamin? I'm also doing pretty good. I, uh, I'm i a teacher. I finished a week of half days and uh, then student-led conferences after, and so this week was weird, but it's done now. I had my final conference today. Half days, thumbs up, followed by student-led conferences. Yeah, student-led, not... <laughs> student by sixth led, graders? No. Um, so, me, myself, Grace, hi, hello. 
I've been very up and down. There's been some personal things happening. So I've, it's been very up and down, but uh, mostly up. Ben and I have gotten to do some more of our Soul Link Nuzlocke that the it's two of us have been doing on Twitch. Yeah, check it out. So join our Discord when you want to know when that when that's happening. And that's been really fun. Um, I started streaming a little bit with John, who was one of our guests for our Halloween Yay, one-shot. Um, and we've been having a lot of fun with that and having a good laugh over the fact that we have talked like four times and did the same thing that Jay and I did where we were like, we're best friends now. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Separable. <laughs> Yar. Anna, how have you been? I'm currently good. I like being able to hang out with my friends and record podcasts. <laughs> Friend well, time. Okay. But like, honestly, it's been a stressful week because I was supposed to move and that disappeared two days ago. So now I'm like trying to figure out what I'm actually doing with my life, which is really difficult when I have a few ties in the area, but not like a ton of ties in the area, but I still have to be within work distance. Like, I don't know. It's really dumb. So I'm just kind of stressed and figuring out what to do as an adult because house ownership is looking better every day and I don't want to buy a house. So where's the medium of renting from somewhere nice? Um, buy a house, I'll move. I, <laughs> I know, coats. I want to buy a house with a bunch of friends. I think that'd be so fun. That'd be so fun. I would love, I genuinely like life goal. That would be a blast. So that's how I am. <laughs> And last but not least. Oh, me. Hi. I am, I'm doing okay. This week's been really weird. Similarly to Ben, I work in education. So I had Friday off and then I had Monday, Tuesday with students. Yesterday and today without students, but I had three hour trainings on those days. So I had to go to other schools to train on things. And then I have students tomorrow and then we're off for a week. So it's been like a really weird thing you have the entire week of thanksgiving off yeah we get the whole week off nice our next question from our discord is from shayna and i smooth brain this so hard when i was when we were asking for shifting gears questions and did not realize that shayna had submitted this as a shifting gear question and wasn't just asking because I didn't pay attention to what channel it went in. So I answered in the discord like a genius. But the question is, I think it's very cool that you highlight other TTRPGs fairly often. What future systems are y'all interested in highlighting in the future? So we're starting, oh, we're gonna actually go in the same order for this Same round. order. Oh goodness! Oh goodness! So keep you can keep that role. Oh my! Um, wow! He's <laughs> your first. Yeah, I. Ooh, there are so many games that I want to play. One that I really want to run someday, um, either for the pod or just in general. There's this game. Uh, I have it like literally right in front of me, actually. Um, it's by J Dragon. It's called Wander Home. It's like if our mouse fritter game was cute instead of scary where you play like little forest creatures who are just on a little journey home. And I think it's really cute and charming and delightful. And I would love to run that game. Jay just disappeared into her background. To go <laughs> I had to, I had to go get the TTRPGs I've been looking at. Saws. <laughs> I have two that I've been looking at. Um, one of them is called Beyond the Wall and Other Adventures by Flatland Games. Um, it's actually one of the ones that I was looking at for this year's Halloween and um, decided on Mouse Ritter instead for this year. But maybe for next year we'll use Beyond the Wall. It's very um, 
like the kind of fantasy spooky games that you would play on a playground inspired um but like come to life so like all the scary things that you imagine as a kid are actually real um and you're like trying to survive all that stuff um and the other one is called beacon by tim gonzalez um and it's it advertises itself as like super customizable like instead of choosing a class you just like mix and match powers and then it like kind of tells you what kind of thing you are um and it's really cool for my picks one of the things if i ever run something for the pod one of the games i've been thinking about running for the pod is the quiet year which is a map game where uh you're describing the struggles of a community after the fall of a civilization. I'm a huge fan of dystopian fiction and so is my entire family. So that's just my bread and butter is just like, <laughs> society fucking fell apart. Let's see how it happened. I'm also really interested in looking at other like fate and powered by the apocalypse systems. Specifically, I think it could be really, really cool to use the Stolen Century game that Griffin McElroy made for the Stolen Century arc of the balance campaign in the Adventure Zone. I think that could be very fun, and we could do a lot of fun stuff with that. So those are my picks. I don't really have a whole lot of, like, other systems that I look at because I'm... I don't know, I don't look at other systems very often. I play monster hearts and i think it's really fun it's super intense so it's something that's like if we ever wanted something that was really dramatic really intense and very high school monster teen oriented like riverdale style that would be the <laughs> what i would suggest but i don't know if we'll ever play it on the podcast i just also like playing that game it's a different vibe but it's really fun um, I have a few options that I've talked about multiple times, but I'm just going to gush over them again. So the first is I, I don't know why I keep picking like the girly pop games. Maybe that's just who I am in my heart of hearts. Um, but speaking of girly pop, I really, really, really want to run Thirsty Sword Lesbians at some point. It's, uh, written and created by April Kit Walsh. Um, it, which is an amazing system. And it's very akin to Powered by the Apocalypse in which you're rolling 2d6. Um, it doesn't necessarily advertise the Powered by the Apocalypse system and I haven't completely read through it, so I don't think it's exactly the same, um, but we'll figure that out later. And then the <laughs> other one is a very, very recent one. I just got this source book in and it's called Perils and Princesses and it is created by Ryan Lynch um aka outrider design and it is a kind of similar to mouse ritter from my understanding where you roll d20s and you want to get lower or equal to your stat um but it's a fairy tale adventure rpg um and it is fabulous it's a really quick learn um so if you're looking for something that's very akin to like a uh nitty gritty and pretty I think is what it says on the back, like fairy tale sort of vibe. Um, that's a quicker learn. Uh, it's a great system. So I'm hoping to run that soon. That's number one on my list. Whee! Many things to look forward to, audience. All right, before our next question, we are going to roll again. Okay. In order. Ooh, okay. Oh, that was cocked. Okay, not a one this time. That is a... That's a win. 14 for me. Ben, we're going to have to go rollies. Yeah, we're going rollies. You're probably going first. <laughs> I'm editing mine. 
That's a five from me. And we weren't close on the second one. Or we were close. Nope. All right. So for our next question, we are jumping to a question from Level, uh, which is, what is each party member's favorite food? Our order for this round is Anastasia, Meg, Jay, Ben, and then myself. This feels correct somehow. <laughs> um, you could do my your favorite, favorite food, food <laughs> is crab rangoon, specifically from a Thai place back at home. Ooh. I have never found any that That's were as good, good as the Thai place by my parents' house. <laughs> I think Auden's favorite food, she, oh, I wrote something about that in her uh, document. Let's see. What oh, are her likes? Amazing. Well, she likes salty food. We all know. She also really likes sweet food too. Um, so I think that like an ideal snack for her would be something very salty and sweet. So maybe like chocolate covered pretzels would be her like peak um sea salt ice cream from kingdom hearts oh yeah there you have it right there see yeah sea salt caramel that's her that's her jam well it's caramel not jam but she would eat that up literally (laughs) um i think milo's favorite food has to be trail mix right i feel like it's gotta be trail mix um but if it if it wasn't trail mix like if it was an actual like meal type food um i feel like it would be like really spicy food yeah i think she'd be super into spicy food take that what you but i'm thinking more like like indian food spicy you know mm, so yeah something along those lines nice i think it really likes things that are like warm and like hearty and filling so things like stews and like heavy pastas with like really heavy sauces would be up there for him uh, Melon's favorite food, as sad as it is, I think would be the uh, soup that got destroyed when everything exploded that she was making with id. Oh, yeah. Because um, she did mention that it was a soup that, you know, like they made in her family pretty often. So I think that's what it would be. Jumping to a slightly sillier question, um, we have a question from Sarah. Which is, Hi, who would fight a goose and win? <laughs> it would fucking f- fuck up a goose. Sorry, we're going in order. I need to show this. <laughs> we could go backwards. We could do that. We could go down and then go backwards. Let's do that. That's a good suggestion. Um, <laughs> the answer is id. And maybe Auden, <laughs> if Auden had never encountered Ooh. a goose before. I don't know, Meg, has Auden never encountered a goose before? She's been on the dry land for like six months at this point. She's seen a goose. Seagulls? Maybe she hasn't. Seagulls? Different story. But goose? I think she could. What do you mean different story? Seagulls? I think would be sight. worse for Auden than a, than a, than a goose. What do, you, what do you mean worse? <laughs> I have, I think... Two seagull TikToks that I love oh, very no. much, <laughs> and like, oh, like geese are like mean, right? Like everybody knows that geese are mean. They're on the ground and they're mean, but like they're not as agile. And Auden is not very agile, and so I feel like with a goose, as long as she can get a solid hidden, like bam, that's it. But with a seagull, it can flutter and flap out of the way. 
this isn't the question. I sorry. Carry on. <laughs> it's a hell of a tangent. I love it. Anyway, uh, Jay, what do you think? Honestly, I think honestly, I think any of us could take a goose. Not gonna lie, I don't think your little. Have I don't you think, seen Melwin? I don't think <laughs> Melwin's little puppet bitch would let her get kicked by a goose. Like, yes. Why kicked? <laughs> just imagine like that smack of like a goose foot. <laughs> smack. I don't think I don't think Melwin's patron would let her. Milo would just shoot the goose or sig Xander on it. I think it would d- mutilate the goose. I think Auden would destroy the goose, like chomp its neck or some shit. Honestly, I think I think geese don't got shit on us. Yeah. I think the goose would win if it came between Melwin and a goose. I unfortunately no. am Melwin with has you there. A I think that a magic. Goose... <laughs> <laughs> I think a goose could probably take out Melwin if she was caught off guard, but I think that like you know, if we're all on our A game, I think that like most people would be able to take down a goose in our party yeah maybe not maybe not injuryless not unscathed Mm -hmm. but (laughs) but doable um yeah i mean i think i agree is that like milo would probably plant a bomb that would trigger when the goose walks over it and then like (laughs) milo would invent nukes (laughs) just to nuke a goose It and Auden are just like slashing away until nothing exists anymore in front of them. <laughs> and then <laughs> Melwin's confused on why a goose is attacking her in the first place. <laughs> um, I think Melwin could befriend it, honestly. She, probably didn't she strikes me as a pet goose haver. Yeah. <laughs> I don't firm, I know what we're gonna do next session. And then, <laughs> and then like would maybe whack it with a wooden spoon if it came too close and was being <laughs> off angry. Oh my gosh. Anastasia, can my next backup character be like a druid homebrew subclass where I can wild shape into like a big mecha goose or something? Me- Mother like goose. A- Did you mega or mecha? Mecha. <laughs> it's a steampunk world, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to play be a mecha goose. Oh my gosh, that's the BBEG. It's a mecha goose. Like, Okay, we're gonna roll. We're gonna roll for our next question. This will be that's wow. two questions, I think. So we're gonna do. That's a natural twenty, bitches. Let's Woo! go. Woo. I rolled another um, twelve. Good. My first roll was twelve, and now this one is twelve. Wow, we all <gasps> rolled really high <laughs> for once. So we're gonna have to get some rollies in here. I got a twelve. Now you got a rollies with me. Oh no! We could just say Anastasia and we all be over the No, we're ro- and Ben and okay. I are rollizing. Okay. <laughs> I got a three. Okay. I got a six. <laughs> okay, perfect. Killer, oh, buddy. Okay, I got it. Let's get serious. This question is from Jet. Oh, I hate this question. I know what question. I, I also hate this question, but Ben and I saw this question this yesterday question. while we were streaming, and it's spicy, I and I'm interested. I love this question, so, Jet. I'm don't from it. Jet, my dear friend. This question is fucked up, and I love it. <laughs> Jet is asking, what would be the easiest party member for your character to lose? For clarification, Jet added... <laughs> 
<laughs> you line up all the party members. One of them must die. Which one would your character lose the least amount of sleep over? And how would that apathy affect your opinions toward the survivor? I'm so interested. This to question see these is fucked. Anastasia, if you have an answer for this, that is up to you. But <laughs> pick your favorite child, Anastasia. R on R looks like our DM just made a motion that she is deferring. So I, uh, benefits of DM. I, I get am... to not answer this question. So <laughs> Very wonderfully, first for this question. Yeah, I did this to myself, folks. So, <laughs> here's the thing. <laughs> Is that... If, we looking, if we're looking based on interactions alone, the obvious answer would be that Melwin is not very comfortable around Myla, and that would probably be the answer. <laughs> However, she would feel terrible about this. And Melwin with her emotions and Melwin without her emotions are very, very different people in this situation. So Melwin with her emotions would be very fucked up over this and doing in like logic circles trying to figure out like, okay, but like Myla and Id or Myla is like Id's person and Id needs Myla, but Myla's also Auden's person and Auden needs Myla, but like Auden is also like friends with Id, but Id is my friend also and this is all just a whole mess. <laughs> But unfortunately, the answer would be Myla, because uh, currently, Mad they're respect. just not very close. Make I'm her. so sorry. I welcome Make... the death of my girl. I've had, like, 24 <laughs> hours to think about this, and I don't I, I don't think Auden could choose. I mean, she had the opportunity to, and she didn't. Oh, that's true. And so, like... I don't know. Maybe it's a cop out, but like my my opinion on this question is: if you choose no answer, then it will be randomized. Oh, that's even worse, right? Like I that's, think, that's so like good. I, I I think that's it's the so core good. of the question, mm-hmm. though. Is Freaking like you jigsaw can't, here. It's not all. like they're handing Oof. you the gun, being like you have to do it. But yeah. somebody is somebody's you know got the power to do it to everybody and they say you have to choose or i'll choose for you you know so should should oh. meg roll it like a d6 no and see <laughs> and see who would who would get hit whoa folks in the audience what we're hearing right now is that this is what anastasia would do if she put us in this situation i'm just saying um i mean god has spoken like it goes so well <laughs> Hold the D6. <laughs> if your answer is none, then you have to randomize it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Um, <laughs> like, the core of her character is survival. And, like, at the current point in the game, I have to roll for it. I cannot decide. Wow. <laughs> is is Auden in the roll two, though? Like, is yeah. it, like, no. oh... Nope. Dead gum. That's why it's a Then D6. I think, gosh, this is gonna like make people track me down and like <laughs> put me in the stocks. Um, if anyone wants to know <laughs> Meg's address, it's <laughs> Sesame Street. That's right. I'm a Muppet. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I'm so stressed out about this hypothetical. Um, so I honestly so think at this one to two point. Oh, sorry, it go ahead. would probably be. <laughs> just roll. You're I'm not going to be able to decide. Just roll. Wait, wait, what number is which? Uh, one to two is id. 
Two to three to four is Melwin. Melwin. Five yeah. to six is Myla. I can't I do this. I'm on the brink of tears. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Man. I rolled a four. I don't even know who that correlates. That's Melwin. 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 Oh man! <laughs> hey, Melwin dies. I get to roll a new character. Oh, yeah. I feel like this one is That's the kid. correct response wow. to a character dying. Is yep. wow, cool new character. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Mood. Auden. Auden hates children. You heard it here first. <laughs> I've only been playing Melwin for like a few months, like at this point. So I'm not as attached to her as I could be. <laughs> oh, don't That's worry. Right. <laughs> you guys attached your characters. S- s- nope. Then stop. Oh, no, no, you're not. You're not answering the question. There. You don't get to comment like that. Uh, I'm. I didn't answer <laughs> Jet's question. I'm just the peanut gallery. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, okay. This, I promise, okay, I, because I've been thinking about this as well, and I have an answer for this, and it's going to come off like a cop-out, but you have to be thinking, you have to be thinking in character. You have to be thinking in character. Mila would choose to sacrifice Xander, which says, because she thinks, yes, it counts. She (laughs) thinks Xander is a major part of this party, and it goes into, because I've been thinking about multi-classing Mila, which I have to talk to Anastasia about, but it's fine. We'll figure it out Ooh, later. Saucy. Xander is an- I love to learn on Xander is such an extension <laughs> of Mila that she projects onto him like she like he is a part of the party, which is probably the least intelligent thing she does. And I think that the reason I can say this is because the second <laughs> half of the question, which I don't think anyone's really super- answered which is the um like uh how would that apathy affect your opinion towards the survivors i think that because xander is a projection of myla's affection and emotion towards other people that she'd go completely melwin emotionless Cool. Don't call it Melwin emotion. <laughs> you did this to yourself, Grace. Yeah, you did it to yourself. I think that the she child would... did not choose this. She, she literally did. did. Grace, the adult, <laughs> made this for her. Yeah, I think that she would have that like sense of like care and devotion to her friend still, but I don't think it would be shown at all. And I think that all of her actions going forward would be strictly strategic. And any sense of preservation of the world around her to save her friends while it's already going would be completely gone. All right. Its decision is, I I think it would make this decision very easily. Uh, and it is, <laughs> it, it is very attached to Mila. They've been through a lot together. Um, and it is also very protective of younger people. So he would not choose Melwin. And it, I think, would like pretty quickly choose Auden. It's not anything that it has against Auden. It's yeah. just that he he he's not very he hasn't chatted with Auden very much. Every time that they've been in pairs, like it hasn't been it and Auden very early. much. Yeah. So I mean, listen, yeah. I am of the opinion that Auden is the funniest person to pair anybody off with. Yeah. Because Auden is yeah. <laughs> like, Auden and Id just have, like, it's literally, like, the orange cat, black cat sort of energy. <laughs> oh, you're right, though. Yeah. <laughs> and then Auden and Mila are just a fucking disaster. They're even both respectively currently crew. wearing orange and black. So, like... That's, also t- that's so funny. <laughs> that's, that's so, so goofy. Good. 
I think also um, one of the things that was part of my Ben's decision making is party makeup, because in Id's in Id's opinion, uh, Auden's job was already Id's job, like yeah. hitting things hard and taking hits. That's that was Id's job before Auden showed up, um, and Id's like, I can do that already. But it can't be smart like Mila. I can do it better. It's like a toddler that finds out they're getting like a younger sibling. Yeah. It's like FOMO now that the baby yep. sleeps in the crib. He doesn't actually feel that in game. He's like, okay, thank yeah. goodness there's another wall to protect my friends. But if the choice came down to it, he that, that's what he that's would That's respectable. About. I kind of yeah. love the dynamic of like everybody has their job and then Melwin's there. <laughs> Melwin has the strongest magic. That's what that's what it knows. Melon yeah. has the strongest magic. That's true. True, true. Good question. We're gonna so, kill the source of it. Okay, I have two questions from Alec. One of which I have highlighted as a priority, but I'm gonna do that one a little bit later because it's um, fun, but not as fun as the one I want to do right now. Which is, what is the funniest thing that each party member has done? But we're going to answer it for each other. <gasps> so not the funniest thing that you have done. Mm -hmm. The funniest thing that you think everyone else has done. Yeah. Everyone I'm first else. So this is fun. Because okay. I already know. Um, <laughs> sorry, Anastasia. <laughs> Actually, mine's, mine for Anastasia is very funny. Which is Anastasia's growing irritation at the fact that we have adopted Jared. And we love Jared. Oh. <laughs> Jared, showed up Jared whom we will never see again. Just for Jared. <laughs> Actually, you are going back to Kendir, so you might see Jared. Where oh my God, did I find my Jared. boy? He's been <laughs> so We're gonna no. find my boy. This is my favorite thing to do: is just adopt a grumpy NPC. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Uh, I, I, honestly, it's Jared. I love him so much. I don't know why I find him so funny, but I do. <laughs> he only has anger issues it's... at board games. He's just it's, like me for real. You <laughs> Any moment. Meg, I want, you to, I want to tell you that I was thinking about making that joke and then I was like, <laughs> I, maybe I shouldn't do that. <laughs> I think, oh my God, there's so many, like, I... Ben has so many funny moments. I think one of my favorite moments still is a moment from arc one where Ben just keeps leaning into the like, you know who you are, uh, the, the fucking like inflexible Disney employee listener um, and just doubling it down on that. But also so the fact funny. that like Ben tends to play the straight man and you hear it vocally on the podcast but meanwhile we get to see ben fucking break on camera and it doesn't always pick up on his mic and it's so great um Auden and myla i'm jay and meg i'm lumping you two together because i still think this is the funniest thing that's ever happened in this goddamn podcast which is all of <laughs> episode two six which is when the two of you kidnapped two people that was my answer made too. A whole <laughs> Yeah, caused this huge commotion yeah. and then just got yelled at by Ben for the rest of the episode <laughs> meanwhile Melon's just like off in the corner playing a card game yeah, like, that was good it was really still funny. the funniest thing that has happened in this podcast in my opinion and that's my answers swag Meg you're up oh gosh I'm like going back to my notes right now I <laughs> the, okay I like 
the newer stuff is fresher in my mind. So, um, I mean, the one that really stands out to me was in the episode when we were running around and collecting all of Melwin's feelings. I think, what was the emotion that it got? It was like pride or triumph mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, I'm collecting these things so much better than everybody else. Like, I thought that was, like, we didn't really see it do that, but I thought that that was so silly and such like an id thing. I loved that so, so much. For Myla, I mean, I just, I think any time that, like, someone proposes something, like, wild and crazy, and Myla, like, immediately is like, well, that's not logical, that's stupid, like, you know, she doesn't say that's stupid, but she, like, very clearly implies it, and I, I it cracks me up every the, single time. I think the thing that, that Jay one. says is, okay, well, and then she just, like, thinks yes. for a second, and then, like, says something else. <laughs> oh, I wish I I wish we recorded our videos. Holy I shit. I love the beautiful. well, okay. It's my favorite. I just think it's really, really funny. Um and then okay. oh, let me there was one that I was thinking of. I think it happened in the in the episode where Melwyn got kidnapped. I don't think I wrote it down, but I remember that there was something there. Oh, I mean, not really funny in character, but like from a from a player point of view, and she's like so what year is it? And we're all just like, oh, uh, 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 like, no, I don't know. I'm not doing like funny moments. These are just like highlights of like, oh my gosh, like, I don't know. I think that's definitely one for me. So that's a good one. Asking like out of the box questions and watching the players react is always so fun. Yeah, that's probably what I'd pick. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. oh, I have a go- I have one for Anastasia too. The oh. festival, <laughs> I, not again, not really funny, but just like so good to me was the dragons and treasure game that they were playing with oh, hide and seek. Yes. Like that sticks with oh me. Gosh, I think so about that good. all the time. It's so freaking cute, and I just love it so much. So that's one of my highlights. All right, um, I gotta think. I think there was something that it did in episode like two or three of the podcast where we were down in the tunnels and I think you tried to stealth down this tunnel (laughs) and failed really horribly and you were like oh yeah I have a shield and like uh, that's not gonna work out (laughs) so then I think you just pivoted really hard into like making noise to distract which I don't know I like it's a good idea I just thought it was really funny because I, ben was trying to play this like super serious characters, like really good at, you know, <coughs> encountering things, and then he had to stealth and just like couldn't do it. Immediately and... beef it in like our <laughs> first real encounter of the game. And it was really funny to me, not in like a mean way, just like I think that's I think that's funny. Um, I always think it's hilarious to uh, get to a situation where Mila has no moral compass because she sounds like a character that would have a moral compass in the way that she talks and the way that she like builds things and whatnot and talk like she like is semi-charismatic with people like you know she talked with Melwin's dads like extensively and like worked with them for a week and stuff and then you get to a point where she's like okay well let's just find two random people on the street and give them to the mind flare and also, let me help the Mind Flare with its task. <laughs> That's cool and good and fine, actually. Um, that always cracks me up. Choices and I think made. the first time we like got into it was when you needed to steal the bracelet from the sanctuary to give back to the Shroud. Mm-hmm. And I, 
And I was like really ready for this to be like a moral quandary after like meeting the tabaxi people of Nemka. And you were just like, no, <laughs> I just steal it while I buy someone's flowers. And then now we're just going to leave. <laughs> and Argnon came out with, did okay. Argnon come out with a bracelet too? Because like the kid just gave him one. Did that happen so. <laughs> or did I, am I making that up? It was, it, he was let in, I, I think, remember. because That's the kid right. was like, yeah, you yes. can come in. <laughs> No, he snuck in. Yeah, that's right. What was it He then? snuck in, and then the two of you got let in because you were like, we're going to go get him. <laughs> oh, yeah. And anyway. then he was talking. He ended up talking to the to the woman in, that he ended up going back to. Wishes. I'm so glad we have Grace for so many reasons. Lord <laughs> <laughs> keeper moment. Right. Um, right. Jay, you're up. I haven't am. I haven't finished. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I like Auden's... Um, uh, I, Meg, I, I'm so impressed by your word changes. Like when you were like a seahorsey ride instead oh of a piggyback God. ride. Like just stuff like that where I'm like, on the fly? <laughs> I'd have to it's write the, these down. <laughs> um, they're so good. It's the little things. With it's Auden, the right? little things. Also, oh, Auden, Auden Nons is going on a t-shirt, I think, because... <laughs> I do it so much and I make this face, but I'm like, it's a podcast. I have to say it. So I, I got to describe it or maybe make a TikTok no, or something. No, I love it. I think it's funny. She like funny. squints and like her brow furrows like she's thinking about it and she just kind of agrees and nods. Like that's her thing. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing about Auden nods is that you always pause when you say it. <laughs> it's because so like, like Auden nods. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I just love like... Uh, throwing stuff at Grace and like having Melwin just be kind of all over the place is like in a mean way kind of fun. It's the um, it's the best part of this character. She's got no fucking clue what's going right. on, even when she does have her feelings. I mean, and I think that like the first time it really hit me was like when an invisible guy took you, and you were just kind of like, "Oh, this is weird." Like, I find that personally very funny. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. All right, sorry, now I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be sorry. Um, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna zoomy zoomy pee through this so that way I can get because I have a surprise tool one. Um, okay, my favorite id moment is actually part of my surprise tool one too. So I'll put a different one in for now, and it's from this most recent episode because I'm just never gonna get over this. I think it's so funny that id thinks Mila is the leader. I think that is the funniest <laughs> thing in the entire world. And that character choice—I literally messaged her and I was like, "That was a great character choice," and I'm never going to be over that. That was the funniest thing <laughs> ever. Really good. Part two of ids will be in a second. Um, the one for Melwin—I literally named the episode that I edited after it, which was the whole conversation with Id and Melwin, where she just says, ouch, like four times. It's so freaking funny. So funny. And I was like, I literally, I, we have to call this episode ouch. Um, I can't say it. I can't say ouch in a conversation ouch. with Id without, without like completely breaking it. They can see it. Everybody, the, the cast can see uh-huh. it when it happens, because it happened in this arc where we were talking about id stuff and Melwin just went, ouch. And I just immediately was just like, I gotta keep it together, fuck. Um, uh, for Auden, <laughs> the entire scene of just fishing with a sleeping bag. Fuck, is that was mine. Now I gotta think of another really one. Fuck. No, you don't have to think of another one. That can be both of ours. <laughs> That's really funny. And my surprise tool one is one I have to include because obviously I have to give a shout out to Argonong, right? 
I think the funniest thing in my brain that has happened in this podcast so far is the pit plan. Yeah, fuck you, Jay. Taking all my shit. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sorry. It's because we're so same brain. Um. Anyways, the stupid thing um, is that it worked, though. Which is the yeah, it worked <laughs> way better than I thought it was going to. The pit in a pit, and That's then the, the acid best. pit, and the yeah. fireball pit. It was so good. That, and, and, and also naming all the Kale's was also very fun, too. Naming all the Kale's was fun. Bathrobe Kale. We just need Arknon back. Arknon will fix everything for us. He'll have more pit in a pit plans. All of our trauma, all of our lack of leadership in our lives. This Argonaut will fix it all. <laughs> all right. Those are my Sorry. shout outs. Also, both Steve. Right. Sorry. Carry on. Oh, my God. I have an honorable mention. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's do Ben and then we'll yeah, we yeah, can come yeah. back okay. to yours. Um, I'm going to go in in our Discord call order as we're recording this. So Anastasia's up first. My favorite thing that Anastasia did a really long time ago was when we were with um, the other like criminals in the library and um and Milo was like yeah i'm a i'm a criminal and the other criminals were like mm, not really um <laughs> did i do that that's funny yeah you kind of you kind of did like a uh, kind of thing so um good. uh for melwin really recently i think this is like a kind of a serious and sad moment but in retrospect is really funny melwin like hearing her dad say i love you and then having <laughs> was it myla being like yeah usually you say i love you back and then <laughs> melwin being like, being like i'd be like yeah you say i love you back and then Melwin being like okay i love you and then like running down the stairs <laughs> it's like really funny really funny um twisted I was going to say the sleeping bag thing for Auden, but, like, really, also really close recently. Um, Auden biting the person and then them, like, disintegrating Exploding. and her just being like, well. I so bad about that. I can't do anything about this <laughs> now. I'm disintegrated. I'm haunted. I think, so I, think, I think Meg's reaction makes it so much better, yeah. too, because Meg, <laughs> in Absolutely. our chat in Discord and in DMs with Jay, was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> It was totally We were gonna, fine. like, get answers. We were gonna have a little high school reunion moment. And yeah. I said, no, I need a little nibble. You could have nibbled I mean, less she had, she had eight points of health left, and you did eight points of damage. So, like, you could <laughs> and not I got have got any points. closer. Um, yummy, yummy in my tummy, tummy. I have an honorable mention that you don't have to throw in there if I'm you don't want to. But done. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I did. I just did. We're all just so excited. Hands. Um, my moment for Myla. Oh man, mm. it's a pregnant pause, uh, yeah, dude. It's also one of the ones that I had earlier, and then people stole like a bunch of my things. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Say the same one. Oh, I didn't know. I was gonna make that pun while we were recording episode nine of Arc Three, and I really didn't want to because it was a serious moment. That's oh, good. So good. Well, I've got another one for my life. You, <laughs> go for it. Go for it. I apparently needed to keep thinking. No, I I forgot about this till just now, but I think it's so funny that Milo was like, "You can have this flask that makes anything you want as soon as you learn how to read." <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, oh, yeah. yeah, cause you have to cause the, the the thing for like the thing for activating it was like counting to ten or something. Yes. <laughs> so 
<laughs> that's so freaking funny. She said that you will so learn weird. whether you want to or not. <laughs> Spells and whistles making God. me cry after laughing and cry after crying. <laughs> I don't know where that sentence was going. It's okay. <laughs> we'll make you cry, I guess, is the point. Boo hoo hoo. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really kind of hooked on, on, no, I'm good. (laughs) I think, I think I'm really hooked on arc three at the moment, but, um, Myla, I mean, going from, I have just blown up your shed to please teach me how your shit works. (laughs) Um, and just like, did she ever like formally apologize? I think they were just like, I think your shit exploded. And then they're like, okay, actually, we're Here's recovered now, and now Here's we're the doing thing. other things. In her mind, it's not her fault, because like, she valid. was looking at the door when Auden walked through. So she never <laughs> said sorry, because in her mind, she's like, I'm doing Auden a solid by not snitching on her. Like, oh, my God. Also, <laughs> also Jet made a fire meme in the Discord about oh, that exact so moment, funny. and it's yeah. so funny. <laughs> So if you want to see it, join our Discord, or maybe Jay will post it it's... with socials. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'll have to love your ask. shed. Also, my love. Hey, hey, Jet, if I could post your meme, let me know. Please. Oh, he'll be you. Like, it's, it's it's so he will funny. probably be fine with it. Um, okay, cool. I also want to do a he special shout out um, for, um, first of all, last Halloween, because I have a feeling this question isn't going to come back for a long time last halloween when we did melrose mansion um Mm -hmm. my uh my very good friend jack jack and bryce like really early on um like being like yes we are here on very formal reasons and everybody else being like the fuck you are and then being like yes i believe in god like that was really funny to me really early on i remember thinking that was so funny when i was listening to it yeah uh, and yeah. this year, um, Kelly killing it with the, like, my family oh my did this thing with this other creature bit um, was I'm so funny. So... I told Kelly, uh, and I, I, t- I told Kelly yesterday, I sent Kelly a message. I was just like, I just want you to know that we talk frequently about how much we fucking love having it you is. as a guest. <laughs> so my dear friends. We have our final audience submitted question for the evening, and then I'm going to open the floor because obviously we're recording together and we don't actually get to talk too much like this about our own campaign. So for the last little bit of this, after this last question, we're going to ask each other questions and that'll be nice and fun. So we're going to roll one more time because we can. So, our final question for this evening, and this is a short one, it is from Marin in our Discord, Um, and it is, based on vibes and not like actual sibling order, does your character have oldest, middle, youngest, or only sibling energy? Anna, I think it would be fun if you pick your favorite NPC um so far can be from this arc can be from otherwise because there's actually been quite a few very fun npcs that this party has run into or Mm -hmm. at least it and myla have run into as the only characters from all three arcs um so yeah with that in mind meg i honestly think that auden has unsupervised only child energy that's the correct answer. I was sitting here and I was like, I, I think there's one answer for this. Like, there's the only child kids that, like, are very, like, 
you know, they're always doing stuff with their parents. Auden is, like, the other end of things where, like, kind of latchkey kid, like, just kind of, like, doing her own thing and just kind of, I don't know, that, that's the vibe. Um, I think right. Myla has started off this game big only child energy, but I think now, throughout the course of the game, has gone middle-slash-younger child-ish. I will say middle, probably. My answer is for id is also middle, um, because I feel like he embodies the, like, his older sibling gets a bunch of, like, you're the first to do this accolades, and the younger sibling has all, like, the you're so cute and the baby attention, and it is in the middle, and, it, like, the parents are like, you're doing it. <laughs> you go, kid. Mm -hmm. Anyway, here's some mac and cheese. Make it yourself. <laughs> you're doing it. You're doing it, Peter. No, I think Nadia has youngest sibling energy. Mm-hmm. He's a blue-haired mm -hmm. girl. We need to hunt down shit. that girl. I'm so excited for her to come back. It's gonna be really fun. <gasps> I we got we got hunt to fight her. Uh, we're gonna hunt her down. I <laughs> I genuinely I was like I'm 90 percent sure that's her name, but I could be wrong. That is her name. It is. I double is checked with my own notes, so <laughs> we're good there. But I think she's got youngest youngest child energy. You know, I picked this question, and I actually don't really have an answer for Melwin because I don't fucking know. <laughs> Um, the obvious answer and the easy answer would probably be to say that she has youngest child energy mm -hmm. because she is the youngest child in her family by a fair margin too. Um, but also like, uh, and this is a confession by Grace is that, uh, Grace planned out how to play Melwin without her emotions. Grace did not entirely plan out how to play Melwin with her emotions <laughs> until it happened. And then had to be like, fuck, I gotta figure out what's happening there. And still figuring out a little bit. So, yeah. All right, so that is our final audience submitted question that we're doing today. Just for the sake of time and because we've been going for a little bit, I would really love to open up the floor for us to ask questions about each other and talk about our own campaign because we don't get to do that this way on the podcast. Most of it's just like theorizing. And even then, which we get all awesome big fun. answers. <laughs> yeah. Which is very fun, but we don't get to do it like on the podcast. Um, all the time. Yeah. So. really yeah. good at giving vague answers. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's a, it's especially, a especially. Strength. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. Especially, I'll take it. so much has happened in this arc. Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot to talk about. So I can. I could kick us off with a question um, because I have a question for Anastasia, which is, um, what the fuck? Why you explain yourself? Because uh, you're God. I'm not the only. I'm not the only person in this game. Okay, you're um, God. I don't always make the choice. Mind flayers. <laughs> Um, the institute people and the lab people on Melwin's parents. Uh -huh. What is going on? I, I know, and bright. and the thing is, is that I have answers, and I can't give them to you because you haven't found them. So I don't. <laughs> what if Foiled you again. roll a really, really good persuasion check? <laughs> right. If you no. roll four nat twenties in a row, I will give you the answer. All right, everybody, roll one. That you gotta all roll a nat twenty right now. Oh, I see. I'm off. I'm, I'm already off my game. I got a ten. So I'm halfway there. I got a four, immediate natural 17, one. <laughs> 14, and 13. Man, I mean, I guess you'll have to just... natural one. I get... 
Grace, you don't have to roll. You can just say that you want to learn in game. That's fine. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, then I, I guess you'll have to wait and figure it out for yourself. Um, no, I cool. I've got answers. Is the thing I just I know I I'm like impatient. I like screwing with you guys' brains a little bit. <laughs> How dare! It's figuratively and literally. Um, mysteries in my D and D game. <laughs> Oh no! Bring back the other boy voice. Well, the other thing is the other thing is that the because we only record for like an hour at a time, um, Mm -hmm. things go a lot slower than they would in a campaign we were playing three or four hours every week. So like, we get over a month of recording, we get what you get in a normal D and D session, which is like not how most D&D games are run and so it it becomes a lot more agonizing for everybody I think because it's just it's just by nature you cannot fit three hours worth of content into an hour and make it yeah. fun um yeah yeah that's my we answer recorded, to your question uh, Jay we recorded arc three episode nine <laughs> right before we recorded this so we gave ourselves like a 10 minute break folks um and like immediately as soon as we finished like myself and several and, and pretty much all of us were just like wow that went so quick <laughs> it goes, it goes fast. so fast we get into it, really it. and it feels like just as we're like really really getting into it is when we have to wrap for the night so. yeah mm-hmm. but also we like uh. two hour episodes four hour episodes are something like people can get very invested in obviously they got like critical role in dimension 20 and stuff but i think for a podcast like this it's it can just be too long <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm with you so if we ever release a really long episode you know it's special yeah <laughs> if your spotify says two hours remaining then we're probably in combat <laughs> <laughs> or some real big shit happening. <laughs> something real big is happening um i have a question if we're good to yeah, move on go. um i mean when i first asked this this is about uh our last shifting gears, but I don't think we got to it. But um, in terms of like arc to arc, what's changed? Like in terms of like what kind of stuff do you focus on when prepping? Um, how have like character motives changed? What's like I don't know. What's what's new? What's up? What's different? I actually have a pretty easy answer for this. Um, if everyone's cool with me going first, yeah, take um, it away. Arc one was, let's figure out how to do a podcast. Let's do stuff that's like semi low key to figure out like what's important in this world and like where we need to fit in and stuff and how to make content in an hour's worth of time. Arc two was, let's figure out this new party dynamic. And arc three is, let's get into like real campaign stuff. So that's my answer is like, that feels for me how I've been prepping differently. Nice. It's been fun. I feel like I'm definitely more secure in my character decision-making as I get to play it more and more and more, which also means that I spend less time actually thinking about it outside of the session. I think I trust myself a little bit more to make impulsive decisions through Id's like eyes. Um, when, like, in arc one, I'd, like, go back and listen to the other episodes and all that stuff, and now I feel like I'm like, oh, yeah, this is how it acts, this is how he would decide these things. Um, I think Myla has 
had a lot of stuff happen the past since I don't know what halfway through arc two and I think that she's I don't want to say grown because I don't think that it's all necessarily good but she's had a shift of kind of very similarly to like I don't, I don't know. I kind of want to get into it in game when it eventually happens. But um, things that are happening around her don't make logical sense given some new information um, that she has received about herself from her own, like, sort of being a little more in tune with herself. Um, and I think she's having a really interesting time trying to make sense of that and trying to justify that been fun to watch <laughs> grace i think with melon it's interesting because melon's like actually a character now <laughs> sort of um and in like uh i mentioned it on stream yesterday um because the interesting point came up that uh melon is not my favorite character my own character is not my favorite character and never has been um and probably never will be uh because everybody else has so much interesting shit going on and i'm an, an anxious human being that doubts everything i've ever done ever um like three four came out and i have been so worried if that scene with melon and her parents at the end would read or if it was gonna be like ugh, this is terrible or anything like that. And I got a very, very sweet message from Jet last night as I was heading to bed saying that I fucking killed it and that he really loved that episode and that everything about that episode was amazing. And I was just like, oh, thank God. Like, <laughs> um, So that made me feel a lot better about literally everything I've done on this podcast so far. But uh, I, you I don't know. know. And it's, it's not like we do this podcast to like, to like gain like get compliments from people but right dang it's but dang it's really nice <laughs> really nice yeah. people are like you're doing a good job like yes well it's also like with melon playing melon has been like such an interesting challenge because of the situation that she's in yeah. um that like so much of it i've just been like is it gonna read how do i make this read it's an audio only medium um which is very good because i break character at the drop of a hat because like i said after 8 p.m i'm a silly goofy human being um but it's um it's been really interesting um i'm interested to see like more of what makes melon interesting as a character um and what makes melon interesting as a person because melon herself is not very interesting she just has interesting things happen to her <laughs> she's kind of like galir in in <laughs> fantasy high a little bit where it's like she's just a guy <laughs> she's just there she does not eat and she's yogurt. along for the ride um she does not eat as far yogurt, as we know like it in the in the sense that like she's you know kind of like a regular person that got dragged into an extraordinary situation as far as she's aware and as far as I'm aware at least so maybe there's a reason that everything happened who the fuck knows <laughs> arc to arc I think that it's so funny to say I feel like a seal or or um <laughs> sorry <laughs> um arc to arc. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my gosh. You can't oh say that God. anymore. Yeah, don't say it sorry. again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Between arc two and three. 
There you go. Okay. Good enough. Oh my god. We're losing her. I don't know what came over me. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> between these two arcs, I think the big thing that has been different for me playing Auden is that, like, I, I think I've mentioned this in other Shifting Gears, where, like, the character is always different than you uh, think they'll be, and you really start to figure out the meat of who they are as you play them. Um, and that has definitely been the case with Auden. I think it's been... It's been almost challenging in the sense that, like, I don't know, I tend to play very, like, high-empathy characters that are, like, you know, they really enjoy, like, making morally correct choices, and Auden is kind of the opposite in that, like, it truly is just kind of, like, what she needs to do, and she will do that regardless of the cost and stuff. And so that has been really interesting, especially as kind of her goals for herself have kind of shifted a little bit um and she's learning more about herself and what she wants and I think she's coming to the conclusion that like maybe what she thought she wanted wasn't what she actually wanted and kind of figuring out like what drives her and her kind of figuring that out too has been really really fun to play with um it's also been really fun kind of like starting to drop like little seeds about Auden's life before and so I'm like, we're, I'm, we're not going to explore it, like, anytime soon, but it's fun to kind of leave a little trail of stuff that I know and start letting other people know about it, too. It's kind of fun, so, yeah. Um, <clears throat> oh, gosh. What is going on with my voice today? Whoa. Uh, wow. I remember my voice been hitting them smoking. <laughs> I remember the first time I tried chocolate. You're like How's the, that uh, for the You're like reel. the secretary of lady from Monsters Inc. <gasps> and I Michael This is a really quick question, but I'm just very curious overall. In a percentage number, how much of your guys' PC's backstory have we uncovered slash talked about Ooh. in this game? Oh my gosh. Good question. Mm. I think you know. <laughs> I want to hear it. <laughs> pull up my backstory doc. Oh, and, like, so <laughs> Pretty much down. everything I've written is out there now. Everything else is in the hands of God. Also known as Anastasia. <laughs> well, if we want, I can start. Yeah. Um, I think that... For Myla's backstory, you guys have gotten, I'll say, in between 50 to 65% of it. Oh, more I think than that's I thought, accurate. That's, that would have been about my guess. I just think that the other part of it that you guys don't know about is kind of insane. Yeah, I feel like we like we hinted at a little bit of something with the Institute one-shot that we still haven't gotten into. And we got another hint about some of that stuff really recently. And now we're mm-hmm. heading towards it, so I'm maybe um, maybe I'll change it from like to like forty to fifty percent because I just remembered something. Sorry, <laughs> forty to fifty. I'm ready for a whammy? Um, I think almost pretty much all of it is out there. I can't think of anything that's not. I feel like I don't have a very good read on it because like Auden says a lot of stuff, but like it's all very like surface level. I think she's talked mm-hmm. about a lot of stuff. Um, but as far as, like, what people know about it, I would say probably, like... 20%. 20 to 30, yeah. That's pretty low. Yeah, we know next to nothing about Auden. (laughs) I, as Jay, am trying so hard to get more 
information about Auden, but I don't know how to do it from a Myla perspective, <laughs> which is so funny to watch happen in real time. So I just need to let you know. Much. I'm like we're both nosy, but Myla's nosy in a different way. Anyways. I think Ben and I are in a very similar but very fun position where, like, all our shit's kind of out there mm-hmm. now, and anything we don't know is stuff that yep. we don't know, and it's up to Anastasia whether or not it comes into play. And we've also yeah, gotten I mean, to do of... a little bit of that. Like, we got to go into the the lab and see some stuff that it never got to see, and we got to yeah. interact with the, the patron. I don't know. Are we calling it the puppet? puppet i don't don't know it doesn't have a name i didn't yeah we've got to interact with um melon's patron a little bit more and it's cool to like go past the backstory and do something that we didn't create and that anastasia got to create using our backstory and that's always like super super fun from the game runner perspective and the player perspective. Yeah, I, I, I know, I, I know, I personally handed over a lot of control of things to Anastasia, yeah. and there's like some stuff that Anastasia and I are now trying to figure out because <laughs> uh, things have changed, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I also, and this is something that that is just a I know this about me <laughs> and how I run games, which is that I. I do very player centric arcs. Um, I I think I've run another game for Jay where Jay, that Jay was in, and mm-hmm. like every arc was like somebody centric because yeah. I don't know because you guys are the reason that we're playing the game, and I want you to be excited about interacting with things that you've given me. And so arc one was very like id heavy, and mm-hmm. arcs two and three have been pretty Melon heavy, and so like. You know, we'll get around to to Auden and Myla. Don't even worry oh, about it. Oh, take your sweet time. Um, I am in but then there's lunch. also, but then on top of that, I get to like build this super cool world that like incorporates all of these things. It's really neat. Hazel's <laughs> dinging a bell. I'm sorry if it's in the background. Of my audio. <laughs> We're chilling. Did we want to do one more speedy, quick question? Yeah. Who wants to ask it? I can I don't ask a really question, quick one. <gasps> Go. Um, uh, this, we're going to have to be really uh, careful because we're going to do another role and then you can pick one other person and <gasps> uh, do like a favorite ability or spell flavor of theirs. But you can't oh. overlap with somebody else. So everybody has to gets to like the last person to roll only get has one person to like choose from. I'm sorry, gotcha. Picks me. I haven't flavored anything. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you Not have. Really. Purple. Oh gosh, I rolled another seven. I rolled three sevens. I am not rolling for this one because it would not work Mine's out. Mine's a natural if... twenty. <laughs> Yar. Whoa. I didn't want to go first for this. <laughs> I could give your answer for you, Grace. I know what it is. Although that th- mine, mine is very quick and very easy, and it's like literally anything that Ben does as it. I very publicly <laughs> and very clearly said it that like the way that Ben flavors things is so interesting, and the fact that he does it for every little thing. So I don't sick. know very many D and D players that do that. Mm-hmm. Like opposite end of the spectrum, I rarely flavor anything. I'm just like, yeah, cool. I cast the spell. That's it. That's it. That's all that happens. <laughs> like, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. 
<laughs> Six years of D&D, you think I know by now. Nope. <laughs> I think this was years ago, but I, I'm pretty sure that Ben said once to me that his favorite part of D&D is flavoring magic. Yeah. Period. Like, that's True. his favorite part He's of D&D. Phenomenal. He's so it. good at like, it. It shows. It's great. Um, Jay's oh, next. That's okay. Jay. I'm next. You can't pick One me. of the fate. <sighs> Whatever. I'm just kidding. I love everyone's <laughs> stuff so much. I think the first one that comes to the forefront of my mind is actually the flavoring of Auden's rage of entering the flow mm. state. Yeah. I think that that is so smart and it says so much about like Auden as a character from like an outside point of view, but it's so subtle. And it's it's like it's almost like when I when you say uh, Auden enters her flow state, I can almost hear the like underwater, like when you're in a swimming pool, just listening to the water underneath, um, which is an effect I added to our uh, episode <gasps> that I just edited. to listen to um, I just think that especially with Auden's whole like fidgetiness, I think that is just so interesting. It's so good. There's something so much about it, and I sorry. <laughs> I'll stop. I'll shut up now. That's that makes you really happy because I I know a lot of people dislike playing martial classes because it's not as easy to flavor as like casting classes. Because I mean, there's a lot more you can do like at face like at base level. But it's been, like, I that was, like, one of the core parts of, like, building Auden. So it makes me really happy to hear that you like it and that you are excited it. It makes me want to chomp on it. Hi, nya, nya, nya. <laughs> oh. I love flavoring Marshall stuff. You get to turn yourself into a full-on, like, shonen protagonist. Yeah. It's so, yeah. Good. <laughs> it's so good. My turn. I'm, yes, I'm choosing... Um, Melwin and also kind of by proxy Anastasia because I love Grace just going like yeah I'm gonna cast the tech magic now and then we get to like make Anastasia do a bunch of shit and I love <laughs> Grace being like yeah what color is this and um, also how bright is it or how dim is it and what the fuck is it and I love like <laughs> Melwin being like yes I'm going to detect magic now because we haven't I, I think my, my personal prediction is that Melwin's going to get more spell flavor with having emotions back. If Melwin mm-hmm. sticks around with spells, we don't know what's really going to happen post-patron, mm-hmm. if we even are post-patron. Um, but be, that, like, curiosity, and I feel like it is, like, from Melwin's, like, family. Like, all this, like, magical affinity for objects and things like seeps into Melwin even without emotion and it's just like what around here is magic show me please and I like it so good. it's so nonchalant but it's like so, yeah it's so important for the entirety of the situation that you're in yeah. typically. it's so true to character yeah, yeah. that's really good um I one of the like big shining moments for me and this isn't necessarily like a spell or ability to my knowledge but just how, um, like, Jay researches how science works while playing an artificer. <laughs> and, like, yeah. You know, well, I remember like, listening, listening wrench names. I was like, what? What is she'll this? She'll start <laughs> talking in depth about how, like, batteries work for real. And I'm like, There's... oh, my gosh. So, I, like, the sheer dedication to, like, I mean, artificer is, like, a weird class anyway because it's, like, 
quote quote it's magic but like the the root of it is that like it's magic made by science and so like Mm -hmm. jay's commitment to like being accurate and like having this like arsenal of material to pull from and to just like throw into conversation is so cool and i especially loved seeing that um with the mind flayer helping build its machine i thought that was like super super cool and it just makes me so jazzed every time she's like, yeah, so firearms actually work like this. You know, I'm just, like, going into it. And I'm just like, I can't believe you just know things. <laughs> the funniest part is that I'm literally just, what it is, is I have my Discord on the right, Audacity on the left, and in the center, I just have image search, diagram of gun. <laughs> and then I just look at it. And I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, I love so, it. It's so, so good. <laughs> I had a very funny conversation with Jet recently about this, and we can cut this out if we want to, but I had a very funny conversation about this with Jet recently where he was just like, you know, Mila's great, but there's sometimes when I can really tell what Jace knows exactly what she's talking about, and there's sometimes where I can tell that she is pulling this out of her ass. <laughs> Such yep. is the nature of artificery. When I explained, I was just like, Jay improvs a lot of this. And like Jay, Jay will look it up in the yeah. middle of session and is doing it off the cuff. The so. I mean, when, it's the same <laughs> thing. Like when you, you know, when you've got a nat, when you have a twenty intelligence character, you, you, you don't have that in real life. Like you don't, or a twenty, a twenty charisma. Like you don't have that in real life. You really don't. So you have to like, you have to fill the gap. <laughs> Maybe that's just how it works in the ink expanse. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so it's yeah. so funny that Ben's thing for Melwin was like you know Grace te- casting detect magic because that's not a Melwin thing. That's fully like me. Grace the human is just like tell me more, please tell me. <laughs> but all it's the also Melwin. About the magic. <laughs> but like, like yeah, you're, I... <laughs> you're playing Melwin, so it also is Melwin, and that's what that's did, part of the yeah, things yes, that I like yes. about it. It's it's like it's like with the stacking stuff on top of it. Like you've said before that 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 was very much like Grace moment, but also mm. it's now a Melwin moment because it's yeah. not, it's it was a Grace moment that's turned into a Melwin moment. So like mm-hmm. I love how so many of Melwin's moments of being childish have just been me <laughs> being like I have well, a stupid idea and now I'm going to do it. <laughs> well, that's also one of the really fun things about and I know that we have to wrap up, so I'll keep this short and sweet, but one of the really fun things about playing D&D is making a character And then subsequently seeing what parts of yourself have shined through through them and seeing what parts that are against yourself or your natural like reaction to things differ. And that's one of my favorite things about playing in a campaign is being like, this is what I would do. This is how I would think. And this is how one, how I'm projecting it onto the character. And this is how I'm using my character to fight and combat against other parts of myself. And it's always so fun seeing through especially when you play different games whether it's one shots or campaigns or whatever with the same people is like oh i can see where that's that part of you shining through right there or i'd be like oh that's not what you normally play i see you you sneaky little rat <laughs> um anyways that is all we I have love for my friends. our 
<sighs> Shifting gears four. Love it. Every time. Folks, if you want to submit questions to appear on a future Shifting Gears, you can basically reach out to us pretty much everywhere. We're on TikTok, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Blue Sky. Now we're at spellsandwhistles.bluesky.social, whatever the fuck it is. Blue Sky. It's so long. The Blue it's Sky so usernames much. are so, so much. <laughs> um, I. Like, literally reach out to us anywhere. I pull questions, I organize them, and I, my fellow cast members keep me accountable and keep me from going too crazy over everything. So, um, thank you so much for joining us, folks, and we will see you in the next episode of Arcane. Bye! 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 <laughs> I love my friends. Whoa!